0: Now, The Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800 with Dr. Morissette, brought to you by the Quebec Association of Chiropractors.
1: 705 on CJAD, Dave Kaufman here with you right now, along with Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette. Hello, Dr. Morissette. How are you? I'm very well. Welcome to The Back Doctor Show. Also joining us tonight, Dr. Ver- Dr. Christopher Scrase. Hello, Dr. Scrase. Good evening. Uh, if you could just get a little bit closer to that microphone. There we go. Thank you give it a little TLC. There we go, guys. So we've got a really interesting back doctor show ahead of today. Uh, You can give us a call 514-790-0800 if uh, if you have any questions for the good doctors. We're going to be talking about posture today. And I feel like I'm going to be a bit of a guinea pig in all of this. You might, you might. Well, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay to bring that on. But, uh, I mean, back pain is is something that we, we have to talk about in our world. This affects so many people. doesn't discriminate age, nope. race, color, right. doesn't matter. Exactly. And um, so much of that, I mean, we spend so much time at work sitting that it's got to affect it one way or another. We have to learn how to sit properly while we're at work. I'm, I'm sitting here in a chair and I'm slunched over right now, aren't exactly.
2: I? Exactly, yep. Yeah, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to see how we can improve your posture. We're going to see how we can improve our listeners' postures because uh, somebody who sits at a chair for, you know, seven, eight hours a day and gets up maybe every – just go to lunch and goes back uh, home and that's it. Uh, there's a lot of things to consider because uh, we're not really made to sit down all day long. That's not our – we're made to walk. We're made to run. So, uh, but uh, – my colleague here, Dr. Sprees, uh, he's done some pretty interesting uh, uh, research, and uh, he's even uh, modeled a chair for, uh, for how to how to sit down for uh, in front of a computer. Yeah,
1: you're a, you are a patent holder for a, a tilting seat in an ergonomic chair, right? That's correct. So, what is this? Uh, first of all, how different is an ergonomic chair from the chair that I'm sitting in right now? well I mean i'm in your for those of you playing along at home, your average old sit in front of a
0: computer chair. <laughs> yeah. All chairs can be ergonomic if you use them correctly. If you have a four legged chair with no adjustments, you can tip it forward and open up the angle. The key issue is that you have to have your knees below your hips, and most chairs don't allow you that position. So if you have your knees and your hips on a on a on parallel uh, to the floor you are going to suffer the effects of bad posture, and no one escapes, and of course, uh, you know, the, the numbers stalk. But if your knees are below your hips, you get the natural lumbar curve, and with that, you get a balance. So the whole purpose is to try to find balance and promote it.
1: 514-790-0800. This is the Back Doctor Show. We're here to take your questions. Dr. Morissette and Dr. Scrace, Dave Kaufman here with you. And uh, we're talking about posture, which is something that affects us all and is so important. And, um, you know, we were just talking about Dr. Scrace, uh, and and different ways of sitting. How often would you say that people are able to sit with their knees below their hips like that?
0: Um, it's with difficulty. The environment is sort of biased against it. Uh, most of the, seat, uh, of the seating that we use uh, actually enforces or re- requires you to have your knees equal to your hips. Um, you naturally will try to hold yourself up to maintain your curve. You have all kinds of fancy adjustments, but most of them don't work, or if they're active, you don't know how to use them anyway. So if you adjust them, you can adjust them incorrectly. Um, the key is, is that you have to perch by moving forward on the seat and having your knees drop a little bit below your hips. You'll get a, no- a normal rotation of the pelvis, and you'll have a more balanced position. Less fatigue. Less fatigue. Less fatigue, less muscle contraction, less spasm and eventually it's like the dripping uh, you know, faucet uh, in, the, in, in the bathroom, the hot water tap. Um, you know, A few drips doesn't really pay uh, a lot of pain to you, but uh, over a year it can cost you hundreds of dollars in heating. Is this the kind of thing where people don't realize they have a problem until it's too late? All of us are conditioned in our culture to not worry about too much until you have pain. Um, and that's, that's fair and that's not a bad thing, but it's late in the game. It's the last chapter of a book usually. And then you want to change the book or change the script and it's not easy. So let's talk about making it easier then. Let's talk about different
1: ways that, that people listening along at home can improve their posture, different tactics that they can do little easy things throughout the day.
0: Um, number one, move your seat, uh, move your rear end on the seat forward. Um, tip the chair if you do, or perch is the best thing that you can do. Tip the chair. Tip the chair. If you look at kids, uh, almost all of them will tip the chair forward. As a parent, you immediately say, don't do that. I'm picturing my parents yelling at me as a kid for that. Exactly. (laughs) Well, absolutely. You're going to fall off. It's going to skip out. But tipping forward is actually going to balance. Kids do it automatically, instinctively. Uh, to move forward. Uh, when you tip yourself backwards, I agree with my parents, please don't do that because <laughs> that is dangerous. You're right. falling out of balance. Okay. So kids will automatically do that. If you go down any office, if you're in an office, just stand up and look at your uh, colleagues. Most of them are perched. They're not touching the backs of their chair because it doesn't work.
1: 514 800 this is the Back Doctor Show on CJAD, Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette along with Dr. Christopher Scrace, I'm Dave Kaufman, and we have Xenia texting in at five one four eight hundred, 800 asking if it's good to use a gym ball instead of a chair, and I guess like one of those big bouncy balls that you see people doing uh, yoga on or, or different kind of exercises on
0: ball is better than the standard seat Wow, uh, because it gives movement. It bounces, and movement is better than static postures. But the problem with the ball is that you, again, have your rear end and your knees in a straight line. So you still have that. You have more movement, which is more flexibility, which is a positive. But depending on the size of the ball and the height of the desk, uh, it may not provide you as much benefit as it could.
1: How much of this is to do with uh, making your your lower back, like basically trying to, to, I want to say being lazy, and I don't think that's being fair, because I don't think any of us are being lazy when we're not working on our posture, but sometimes it's just
0: easier to slouch into a seat, isn't it? You will adapt to whatever you, uh, the parameters of the chair will dictate your posture in the end if you are not aware. If you take an active role, you can manage it. And that's what the purpose is. I spend two days out of five in my practice, again, working with patients at home or or at the office, trying to correct these problems because they actually promote the troubles that I see in my office. Dr. Morissette, how often do you see these
1: problems in your day-to-day at work as
0: well? Well,
2: everybody that I see has uh, mainly a low back problem. And if they are working, standing up, it's not as bad. If they're working standing up in one position all the time, they don't move around, it's worse. But the ones that are sitting down, it's it's mainly a, a lack of mobility, lack of... Um like the perching, they don't do that. They don't necessarily do that. And they think they have an expensive chair with all the adjustments. And they think that if their back is supported in the low back, if the small of the back, if it's supported. But it doesn't really work.
1: Okay, it, so th- this isn't one of those, the more you spend on the chair, the better not, your back's going to no, feel. No,
2: no, 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 no. It, it really doesn't work, no. So that's why uh, when we see somebody who's, uh, who's working, sitting down all the time. If they don't have a good, they say, well, recommend me a good chair. I can't recommend you a good chair. If you're, if you're not even leaning your back onto the back of the chair, you just need a stool, basically. And you can go a stool with rollers, you know, like the chair he invented. It was on rollers, too. But it was a special chair, and, and uh, it was amazing to see the, how it worked. But basically, if I, I tell the, the patient, get up often. Get up and walk around. Every 15 minutes, go walk around so at least they're not in that position for a long, long time, and they don't become spastic in the low back, and then they they go to work, especially if they're looking at a computer all day
0: long. That's to
1: do with more than just the posture, though, right? I mean, just the idea of getting up, I think you're told to do that anyway, because it's just so bad for you to be sitting all the time.
0: That is the best advice you can do. And if you can get up and move or change position, your body will reset and uh, suffer a lot less fatigue than it would otherwise.
1: It's the Back Doctor Show on CJAD. Dave Kaufman along with Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and Dr. Christopher Scrase, and it's now
0: 7.15. This is the Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800.
1: 718 on the Back Doctor Show. Dave Kaufman here with you along with Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and Dr. Christopher Scrace. And uh, we're talking about posture tonight on the Back Doctor Show. Such an important issue, something that affects us all. And well, I, I don't think I've ever been shamed as much for how I sit.
2: Well, I don't see you very much on this side of the of the <laughs> counter, so it's hard for me to evaluate. But uh, we'll do that after the show. We'll just see how you're sitting. Right well, I'm,
1: I'm bringing it on myself. I know how I'm sitting right now, and I know that it's safe. <laughs> one should not lean this far forward while in a chair. Move forward on
0: <laughs> your seat. Move forward on the seat. Use less of it. Yeah, use less of it. Yeah, right. less of it. And, and t- that keeps my knees lower. And tuck your feet underneath your chair. Okay. Your knees are now lower than your. They pets. are they are. Yeah. And do you have to hold yourself up? Not as much as I did before. There you go. Before so I was
1: I was literally hunched over my keyboard, I sit in front of a computer, yes, and I was very much hunched over yeah, and and yeah.
0: now I'm I'm not. So you've just saved yourself 40% efficiency.
1: I've saved myself 40% efficiency. Yeah. Well, look at that. It works, people. Uh 514-790-0800 if you'd like to speak with the doctors and we have Jane on the line. Hello, Jane.
3: Hi. Hi. I have a question because I do not sit all day. I stand all day. Okay. I'm on concrete floors. I wear rubber boots because that's um, just my work. So it, I'm in a cold area all the time, and I'm getting um, lower back pain and uh, varicose veins in one leg.
2: Do you walk around a lot or you stay in no, one position? We're,
3: we're pretty much stationary, uh, you know, a few steps here, a few steps there. But basically, just on concrete, we do have um, uh, little rubber mats to stand on.
2: Yes, to uh, sponge a bit your yes. your stance. And, and do you have? Uh, what are you actually doing in the, that one in that one spot all the time? Are you lifting or pushing? Uh, looking at something? Or? No, no, no.
3: Um, just um, putting uh, food together.
2: Okay, you're assembling something. You're yes. like you're on a. This is a conveyor belt uh, that you're. Yes. Looking, you are. So you you the station where you're at. You move maybe a foot one to the left or a foot to the exactly. right. You don't move, and you have breaks once in a while. Oh yes. Every two hours, you have a 15-minute break or something. Yes. Okay. Because, again, when you're standing in one position, you could have hyperlardotic spine or hypo, it's usually hyper. There, there's a pelvic tilt that you should do so that you can feel that you're stretching your low back muscles a bit once in a while. You, and that could be done uh, while you're standing there. You can't really do it if you're walking, but just standing there. You can pelvic, pel- uh, tilt your pelvis backwards okay. and to make your the small of your back straighter, not as caved in, and, mm-hmm. then, and then tilt it forward to make your, your, your stomach come out, and then do the reverse. Do that a few times uh, every minute, uh, every five minutes, every 20 minutes, and okay. you'll, you'll see there's a big difference there because uh, the muscles, they get tired because they're in the same tension. The muscles, they contract to a certain amount of tension, and they stay like that, and okay. they become very fatigued but walking you don't get as fatigued you can walk for hours if you if you have the proper shoes and if you're, you you not know, walking you know a bump and a lump and a You know, a pothole and, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. walking on something that's very nice and level, you should, you could walk forever practically. Yeah. Now, these varicose veins that you're talking about, that's another thing. You're stationary, so the veins go back to the heart and the arteries come away from the heart. So, you're, the the arteries, the the, the veins are having a hard time going up, the the blood's having a hard time going back up your legs.
3: Okay, it's just in the one leg.
2: Well, it starts in one leg and then can go in the second. How old Uh. are you, Jane?
3: Uh, Sixty-four.
2: Sixty-four. And have you been doing this job for quite a while? Uh,
3: almost 10 years.
2: Almost 10 years. Uh, well, I would suggest uh, trying the pelvic tilt uh, very often during the day. And okay. when you do take a break, just don't go stand somewhere else. Go for a walk. <laughs> okay. Dr. Scrace has got something to tell you also. It okay. may
0: it may not be appropriate, but uh, it does work sometimes. We've had success with it with a bunch of patients. Okay. Take a brick to work.
3: A
2: brick?
0: Yeah. A brick, and what you do is put it underneath your area, as long as that's not a hazard of any sort. And you stand one foot on the brick and one foot on the ground, and then you reverse that back and forth. Okay, that,
3: now I can't do that because it's um, within the food industry, but I, there is a bar on the table
0: how high that is I it? work
3: at, so I could put my foot on the bar and then keep.
0: How high is the, How it? high is the bar?
3: Uh, it's about four inches, three four inches. That would work. So okay. if
0: you use the bar and then you would put your foot up and then change right to left, left to right, okay. um, it will give you also some pelvic rotation and, uh, again, increase efficiency. There you
1: okay. go, Jane. Thank Excellent. you so much for the call. Thank we really you. appreciate it. Thank you. You're
2: welcome, Jane.
1: Good night. Just want to mention uh, chiropractic.com, uh, the website for the Association of Quebec uh, Chiropractic uh, Doctors. And if you'd like, you can reach them at one eight six six two nine two. And I guess that that's who you call if you need a chiropractor, right? Well,
2: what's going to happen is that since it's an 800 number, you can call throughout the province, anywhere you want. Right. From anywhere you want. And you can find a chiropractor near you, near where you live. And that's the purpose of the, the association is to direct the
1: patients to someone who's close by. Chiropractic.com, 1-866-292-4476. Meanwhile, if you have questions tonight for Dr. Scraise or Dr. Morissette... You can call us here at CJAD 514-790-0800. You can also text us at 514-800. We have a few of these text messages in. I'd like to read one to you now. Uh, is it possible that your balance can be affected with a bad lower back?
0: Go ahead, Doc. Well, absolutely. Um, there's no question about that.
1: Okay. There. That there was an one.
2: easy one. There was another one there. Please explain the science behind why sitting in a certain posture is better. Well, the
0: science between... I'm trying to read. Yeah,
2: please explain the science behind why sitting in a certain posture is better.
0: It depends what point you're taking, but the uh, present standard indicates that a 90-degree angle from the trunk to the thigh is the standard that should be applied. Um, That doesn't allow the lower back to actually maintain its lordosis. It's impossible because when the hip is not, uh, or when the knee is not as, uh, or not lower than the hip, you do not get the natural reflex lordosis. So opening the angle has been accommodated uh, with seat tilt mechanisms, which are active or passive, but in most cases they're active. And um, they're really quite inadequate for the needs. Uh, and most people are not aware of this fact. This is why forward open incline or open angle positions, uh, will give you an automatic, uh, reflex curve in the spine. And although a lumbar support is not bad, it's not that necessary.
1: Is it better to sit with your feet, not touching the ground? Does that sort of automatically make your legs lower than your knees, lower than your hips? meaning like i'm i'm picturing somebody dangling off a stool let's say like uh, or a higher chair
0: again if you've got a high stool position you're going to have a, a better open angle if you're using that as well 5147900800
1: it's the back doctor show on CJD and it's 726
0: This is the Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800.
1: It's 728 on CJAD. This is the Back Doctor Show. Dave Kaufman here with you, along with Dr. Christopher Scraise and Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette. We're talking about posture tonight on the Back Doctor Show. And we've got a couple of people on the phones. We're going to, uh, we, we got news in a minute. So we're going to get to you guys on the other side. Of the news, but uh, lots to get to about uh, about balance and about posture. And uh, well, I'm learning all sorts of things about sitting today, I, I could not believe just what I'm doing to my back with the amount of time that I'm spending sitting in a chair. It's amazing. It, it makes me wonder why we aren't doing this standing up right now.
2: But then again, you'd be in the same position all the time. You wouldn't be moving around unless you could have a cordless uh, headset and you could walk around. Well, that we have a good. pretty wide
1: berth on these uh, on these True. headphones, True. no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so we'd have ultimately the same problem if we stood in the same yeah. exact spot. Well, it's anyway. a
0: different problem, but it is a problem too. It's, it's like Standing always. is still more effective and more efficient than yeah. sitting.
1: Mm. But we're all so lazy that it's it's a tough uh, well, it's a tough like, sell,
0: isn't it? Well, on on a lot of the um, studios that you see now in the um, uh, television world, yeah, everyone's standing. No, very few are sitting. I know one of our colleagues
1: uh, who works here during the day has a standing desk, a, a whole standing setup. Oh, and yeah. I, I always find it very fascinating to good. to watch. That's good. So uh, maybe by the end of the night, uh, I'll, I'll at least do a segment on my feet. Homo erectus. Yeah, not... Right. <laughs> not homo Uh 7.30, much more coming up on The Back Doctor Show with Drs. <laughs> Drs. Morissette and Doctor Scrace.
0: Now, The Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800 with Dr. Morissette, brought to you by the Quebec Association of Chiropractors.
1: 735 on the Back Doctor Show, Dave Kaufman, along with Dr. Jean Pierre Morissette and Dr. Christopher Scrace. And we're talking posture today on the Back Doctor Show. We have some calls, and of course, we can talk about whatever you guys want. But uh, let's uh, let's hear from Marta. Hello, Marta. Hello.
4: Hello. Yes, I'm calling because I had a car accident in 2012. And I basically had problems uh, with my posture. Uh, since then, I went to see chiropractors and everything else, Uh, but I wasn't able to to fix my back. And every so often, like say I'm at work or sitting somewhere in my car um, for a long time, I feel really bad pain coming, especially from the back, like from the, the lower part of my spine. Well, I don't know what I can do to alleviate the pain.
2: Well, how how involved uh, was this car accident? Uh, was there a lot of damage on the car? Uh, well, how much uh, of an impact? The car
4: wasn't too damaged. It was I got hit from behind at a slow speed. Okay. And uh, what happened is that basically I was immobile after the accident happened. I couldn't walk, couldn't move. So and uh, my, my my whole, I don't know, the way that the car was hit, I was looking in the rearview mirror. So yes, I was yeah. sitting up and I saw the guy coming. You saw you him know? coming, okay. Yes, so the, the doctor had told me that uh, perhaps what happened is that at that point I may have jammed my muscles against my spine.
2: Well, that's what I'm thinking because if you saw yeah. the the car coming, you must have really tightened up everything in your body to uh, yeah. to anticipate the the shock. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes it's better not to know you're going to get hit uh, exactly. because you stay soft, like uh, you know the old saying: the drunk guy who falls on the ground uh, doesn't hurt himself, but the other one yeah. that's not drunk doesn't hurts himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the recovery tips that you're asking for: you have seen a chiropractor, uh, X-rays were taken, I suppose. Yes, and, I've had yeah.
4: everything. I've been uh, on the medications. I I, yeah, but it's been it's been a couple of years now. You
2: see. It's 2012, yes. Yeah. And uh, w- during the uh, the treatments that you were seeing, the chiropractor, the x-rays, what did they show, a misalignment of the pelvis, misalignment of the low back? What, can you give me a little summary of what he saw or she saw?
4: Well, they said that part of the problem, too, is that I have a little bit of scoliosis, but okay. they saw that it looked like there was a little bit of a shift. Right. A little bit of a shift, but there wasn't anything that could have, you know, but I don't know, I guess they said that it would heal with time.
2: How old are you? I'm 37. 37, so you were like 34 when this happened. Yeah. 32.
4: They told me that it was more of a muscular damage, but I find it weird that even up to now, I still feel the pain in my lower. Before, the pain was radiating radiating up to my shoulders. Okay. Now it's just really in the small of my back.
2: Okay. Now, if there was a muscular issue, were you given exercises to reinforce those loss those? And you are still doing those?
4: I actually, I stopped them because I was feeling much better,
2: you know? Oh, you see, that's the problem. When you feel Mm -hmm. much better and you stop what was making you feel better, there it comes back. See, that's yeah. something that a lot of people do. They make the mistake. Is, oh, well, you know, I don't need to go see my chiropractor anymore. I feel great. Yeah, but the reason you are feeling great is because you're seeing your chiropractor regularly. So you must start those exercises again. And you should oh. see your chiropractor uh, maybe on a monthly basis to maintain this correction. Because, you know, yeah. the body has its uh, memory, the memory in the muscles, the, the jar that it that it uh, it was exposed to the muscles the some uh, some fibers could have been like ripped in your in your low back muscles and they they are recovering at a slow speed but you need to have this maintenance and the exercises to redo, that we're doing don't stop them that's that's okay. where you made a mistake. Marta okay.
1: thanks so much for the call Thank you I bet you hear that all the time Dr. Morris said don't you
2: Well that's it that's I felt great
1: so I stopped going
2: yeah uh, and then then you say, well, you came back after five months. How come you came back? Well, the pain came back. I don't understand. The pain came back. Well, you haven't seen me in five months. When you were coming on a regular basis, did you have pain? No. Well, why did you stop? Well, I was feeling good for such a long time. I didn't think I needed to come back. Well, that's where the mistake was.
1: Let's uh, let's go to Seth, 514-790-0800. Seth, you're on The Back Doctor Show with Dr. Morissette and Dr. Scrace. Hello, Seth. Hello. Hi.
2: Hi. How are
1: you? good. How are you, Seth?
5: Not bad. All right. Um, It's just that I wanted to ask a a small question because uh, I was in a surgery like about a couple of years. Uh, It's been about a year and a half, okay? Um, After the surgery, I've been to physiotherapy and uh, it took him that um, I only have this pain towards my uh, upper shoulder and my uh, upper, like my lower neck. And it's really painful, just towards the end of the day, kind of a thing. And um, recently, I've started to feel a pain, and my red side of the knee is kind of swollen and stuff like that. So I was just wondering, does have any kind of a a a connection towards that or? uh,
2: Well, let's start from the beginning here. What kind of surgery did you get?
5: um, I had a, a, a stomach surgery, so I know that my lower, like my stomach muscles, are not that tight enough. You know. Okay. Um. So, um. Like, I have a, I have a, a you can say, a vertical surgery right down uh, from the upper stomach to the lower stomach. Okay. So, um, for that reason, I know that my muscle stomach, uh, like muscle long, stomach is not that strong. But uh, I, huh. I don't have pains ever on my lower back. It's just my yes. upper back and my shoulder area that I basically get pain. Now, Um, I
2: I don't think there's a relationship between uh, your surgery and your upper neck or lower neck and upper shoulder pain, but there is a a relationship between your shoulder pain and your neck because the the nerves that come out of your cervical spine go to your shoulder, go to your elbow, go to your hand. Now, you must have something going on there that is irritating the nerves going to your, your shoulder for one okay. part, and uh, the lower uh, knee pain, and you say there's something swollen there, well there's another issue there, that could be coming from the actual knee itself that you damaged, maybe the meniscus or the the uh, ligaments there, but okay. there could be also, and this is most likely the, the situation, is that nerves coming out of the low back, L4, 5, and S1, and L1, uh-huh. L2, the, the lower back muscles, uh, nerves go to your legs. So okay. you might have two two different problems, two distinct problems. Now, the surge how long ago was the surgery done? Uh,
5: it was a year and a half
2: ago. A year so. and a half ago. So yeah. is the scar completely healed in the front of your stomach? Um
5: not exactly. So I've been asked like not to um like you know, um especially like for massages and everything, I've been told not to go because uh, it's not completely, yeah, you know, yeah. like I can't take that thing on my on my, uh, muscle till now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I can't go for that. But I do, like, um, whenever I can, I <laughs> kind of try walking or stuff like that, right? Okay, um, yeah. But uh, I have this recently, like, the, the knee pain, I, I don't know, I didn't fall down, I didn't hurt myself or anything like that. It's just on my right knee, and it's, like, um especially when i'm i'm kind of trying to sit down or, or uh, you know like uh even get up it kind of hurts like it kind of pulls my uh, yep. my knee and my lower calf area okay. right so
2: well, um, the best exa- the best advice I would give you, if you haven't seen a chiropractor, I would s- seek chiropractic help for to see if there's a problem in your cervical spine for the uh, for the shoulder, and uh, the knee. He could or she could examine why the knee is in pain and if it's the knee itself that the problem is, or if it's coming from the spine. That would be the best advice I would give you.
1: Thanks so much for the call, Seth, 514-790-0800, 514-800 if you'd like to text in. It's the Back Doctor Show on CJAD. Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette, along with Dr. Christopher Scrace, We want to remind you all of chiropractic.com, which is the uh, the website that you can get to for all of your information, all your chiropractic-related info in the province of Quebec. And of course, the 1-800 number is 1-800. 866 292 4476 and that's the number that you call for any general information about obtaining a chiropractor in the province of Quebec, right? That's right. Perfect. That's right. Uh, much more to come including uh Kelly we'll get to your uh, call on the other side of traffic. Right now we're coming up on
0: 7:45. This is the Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800
1: 747, it's the Back Doctor Show, Dave Kaufman, Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette, and Dr. Christopher Scrase we're here with you until 8 o'clock when the exchange takes over on the airwaves. Right now, let's go to Kelly, for, sorry, 514-790-800, sorry, 514-790-0800, if you have a question for the doctors. Kelly, what would you like to ask Dr. Morissette and Dr. Scrase? Hi, good
6: evening. Good evening. Um, I have a question um, about my hip, <clears throat> only on my right side. Uh, it's constantly aching. It's it's not like a sharp pain or uh, like a lightning bolt of pain, like I've heard some of them say. It's just constant, constant ache. And when I try to lift my leg to put my boot on, like how you put your foot in and then you pull your boot, and usually your your leg does the rest. I can't even push um, my foot into my boot, and I I just constant when i'm laying at night i've just got this feeling like as if i have to stretch it and because sometimes when you stretch like you feel a little clunk and then you feel better like nothing helps and i exercise every day i do yoga i do pilates like all every uh, every day i do a different exercise and i stretch every single time and now i'm getting to the point where i actually have pins and needles in my foot and i'm getting concerned because uh it's been about three months now, and I've actually lost about 15 pounds, thinking maybe it was because I was a little bit heavy, mm-hmm. and that's, it's not getting any better, and it's just a constant, constant ache uh, inside. I guess it's my hip joint, I would imagine, is what it is.
2: Uh, has an x-ray been taken of that hip? No,
6: not yet. I was I was thinking maybe no. it's because I was overweight, and if I lost some pounds and got healthy, like, I'm, I'm in the process of getting healthy, it's. but no, it's still...
2: Well, will bother I, me, and I never yeah.
6: injured it. I don't understand how come all of a sudden.
2: Well, I would start with an X-ray, and what they do is when we take an x-ray of the low back, we take the the hips and we see both hips and we uh, we compare them because if you're having pain only only in one hip, it doesn't mean that the other one's not going to start to hurt eventually so uh, we have to check if there's any uh, degenerative changes in the in the joint we have to see if there's any osteoporosis or any arthritis or arthrosis or uh, and and being heavy already you you've been putting more uh, more weight on those hip uh, bones on the on the head of the femur and all that so if you're in the process of losing some weight that's a great thing but maybe there's a damage that happened while you were heavy to this hip and that has to be addressed and an x-ray would be the first thing i would do and a chiropractor will take an x-ray too and uh, analyze it and see maybe you have who knows maybe you one of your pelvis uh, bones is a little higher than the other and maybe you've been putting more weight on one side and on the other and this extra weight that's what happened you see i'll, right. I'll give you a little example uh uh, a new patient I had uh, before we left for the for the show. She's only twenty four years old, and I took X rays of her her spine and her pelvis. And her pelvis is extremely it's like practically one and three quarters lower on one side and on the other. And I said, "How wow. could you be that bad?" Well, she did a lot of uh, um, what do you call that? Uh, skating uh, not. Uh, what do you call that? Figure, Antizida, figure skating. Figure skating. And this figure skating, she was saying, telling me that she was landing and falling always on the same leg for oh, 13 okay. years so now she's 24 years old and I see that on her on her x-ray so I don't know you have extra weight that you have to lose and maybe one of your hips is saying you know Kelly that's enough I'm going to tell you that you better lose weight because I'm going to give you pain and if if you don't lose that that weight the other the other hip's going to start giving you a problem so see a chiropractor have an x-ray done see if the the pelvis is also maybe out of line and that's why it's causing this pain.
1: Kelly thanks so much for the call.
7: Thank
2: you.
1: Best of luck. Uh, let's go to Dave. Hello, Dave. You're on the Back Doctor back doctor Show.
7: Oh, hi. Good evening. Good evening, Dave. Hi. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I was just calling because I had a work accident back uh, in April last year. And, uh, well, basically, like I'm a mechanic and, on turbine engines, and they're heavy engines, heavy parts, and uh, I was pulling a, a skid, and two people were pushing, and basically it just didn't move because, I don't know, I might not have either been maybe... It wasn't even the way we were pushing, so basically I I locked up my back.
4: Mm -hmm.
7: Now uh, I went to physio, and I didn't report the accident the next day, so basically CSST didn't cover it. So that's something to tell your listeners that you should always report an accident the day after
2: to your boss. Yeah, right away. Yeah,
7: Yeah. and that uh, CSST didn't take my didn't take my case, so basically I had to, and I didn't contest it. So I've been just living with this pain all summer and all all fall and i i mean i went to physio and it didn't help that much and so i just live with the pain and trying to do some exercise but i don't know what you would recommend is the best thing i i'm playing hockey and it felt like it was better yes and then i started playing goalie cuz i used to play goalie as a kid okay so i brought that started doing goalie again but i find maybe the goalie's too much twisting and stuff with you yeah, probably
2: the, that's the wrong position you should be playing. Okay, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but before <laughs> you, you do any more sports, why don't yeah. you consult a chiropractor? Because you've done physio, and they've done their work. They've done yeah. their, their excellent work, I'm sure. But a chiropractor will see, uh, by taking an x-ray, maybe when you pull that uh, whatever uh, skit that you were talking about, and yeah. the, uh, you, you locked up, but why did you lock up? Your body went into a protective mode, and the ma- the muscles went into a spasm. And okay. the protection that's happening there... May Maybe it's protecting a herniated disc or a start of a bulge or start of a protrusion. How old are you, Dave? I'm 48. I'm 48. So, you see, at your age, the discs are yeah. not as pliable. They're not as elastic. Yeah. They're not as, uh, let's say... Uh, Dave's yeah. looking at me. The I'm other, just wondering the if other, there's actually yeah. a position that
1: he could be playing on the ice. I, I when you're yeah. saying, well, maybe goalie's not the right position, I'm thinking, well, maybe not defenseman or forward I either.
7: I mean, I, like I just played tonight and I have like quite a bit of pain after, but it's also the humidity or something. Like this morning, I woke up, the pain wasn't there. The, the, the last couple of days was really sore, but this morning I woke up, it wasn't wasn't there. So I think maybe because it was drier out. I don't know. But yeah. I also had a car accident the week after the back. Oh, you're piling it on now. Well, that's it. And the doctor, and I didn't go to S... I should have made a police report and gone to SAQ, SAC there. And now, like, the pain... Like, it's in the neck. You know what, Dave? I'm going to tell you the best
2: advice. You didn't report to CSST. You didn't report your car accident. But now you're going to report to a chiropractor as soon as you can. You're going to go see one. He's going to take an x-ray and see what's going on. Because on the x-ray, we're going to see the disc between the vertebrae. The disc will be thinner, maybe. And it's going to be thinner in relationship to the other discs. And that, right there in in my book, it means that uh, there's a damage there that could be permanent. And it could be now you're thinking about uh, you know playing hockey, but don't play hockey right now until you find out what's going okay, on. Okay,
7: okay, okay. And, and thank you very much. So you're chiropractor, because like, I never the doctor never gave me an X-ray or an MRI. She says, oh, it's not necessary, and I said, oh. well. You uh,
2: know? You, it, now it is necessary. Oh, okay.
7: Yeah. Okay. Because it hasn't gone away and then, and it goes up to in the neck, to the back, down to the middle of the back, sometimes the well, lower that, back. Well,
2: that's it. You're you're compensating. I mean, you have a okay. problem in your low back and the, it's not been taken okay. care of uh, the way it should have been. And with the car accident on top of that, well, now yeah. your body's compensating and now it's going yeah. up your back. But they hit, it's going they hit what me
7: what in the rear, of course. Yeah,
1: Chiropractique.com, okay. Dave. And, and right. the phone number if you're looking for a chiropractor is one Four four seven six. Uh, thank you for the call, Dave. Appreciate thank you very it. Much, eh? Hope okay, you feel you. better. Good and uh, boy, talking about a couple of lessons learned in that one, eh? <laughs> uh, the, the not calling CSST the day afterwards, or not calling the SAAQ uh, the day well, afterwards.
2: Just a note on that. Yeah. Uh, if you are referred to a chiropractor by a medical doctor, CSST will cover a portion of the of the cost, or this SAAQ also. If you're referred to a chiropractor by a medical doctor. They will cover part, part of, the, of the care.
1: Got a couple of minutes left on the Back Doctor show on CJAD with Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and Dr. Christopher Scrace. I'm Dave Kaufman. I've uh, got a question here on a text five one four eight hundred asking if a chiropractor can fix a tennis elbow. The texter says they've had cortisone shots as well as acupuncture and physio.
2: You see, what happens is that if they concentrate on the elbow itself, now the elbow, if it's not better after cortisone and after acupuncture and physio, it's because the elbow is not the actual reason the pain is there, it's coming from the neck. And the nerves come out of the, the neck, they go into the shoulder, they go into the elbow and all the way down to the hand. and. Uh, that's what happens usually when you concentrate only on where the pain is or where the, what the symptom is. And I think this is exactly what happened to this person. So chiropractor would help for that.
1: There you go. Uh, we are uh, running out of time very quickly on the show. But uh, I do want to finish where we started, which was talking about posture. And uh, well, Dr. Scrace, considering you're the expert on this, you're the patent holder on the ergonomic chair and the tilting seat. What are the uh, departing words of wisdom that you can offer to our audience?
0: Make sure that your knees are below your hips, perch, and um, don't use chair
1: arms. Don't use chair arms. So if you have the opportunity to sit in a chair, if I have the opportunity between the chair I'm I'm sitting in and the one in the corner, I should take that one in the corner? Absolutely. Okay.
0: Because it corrupts you. You'll You'll always choose one side or the other, and that laterally flexes the spine, and that's the most vulnerable position your spine can be in. Dr. Christopher Grace, thanks so much for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Dr. Jean Pierre Morissette, uh, we'll see you again next month. At the beginning of next yeah, month. It's uh, always
2: the first Tuesday of the month.
1: I'll, I'll make sure I'm free if you are.
2: <laughs> I'll be here if you're here. For Dr. Morissette, <laughs> I can't do it alone. <laughs> I'm Dave Kaufman,
1: and uh, the exchange starts after the news with myself and Jay Farrar.